Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello, and welcome to another episode of No Small Roles, a DD podcast where there are no small roles and no satisfaction in Sallow 16. Oh. Oh. I can't get no. <laughs> <laughs> And enough of that, we don't have the rights. <laughs> but I do feel very inspired. <laughs> I'm David Knight, your Dungeon Master, and I'm joined by the Frustrated Five. So say hi, everyone. <laughs> You're going to be fine. But whilst you are all huffing and you puffing and kicking right rocks. You said that before you killed us. <laughs> <laughs> I did. He didn't, actually. Some of us didn't die. <laughs> he did. He said, you're going to be fine. And then me and Chris died. He's... Oh, right. Okay, cool. And then <laughs> oh, no, before, he killed you. <laughs> before he killed me, he said, I'm going to kill one of you today. And I did. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, before I make any more threats, let's cue the theme tune. Prepare your party of players and polyhedral dice Your tragic backstory better be worth the sacrifice Seize your sheets and d20 Let's play D&D Your haggard character swaggers with daggers in each hand You've all discussed what you must, but even best laid plans Take a turn when checks are missed Roll initiative Brandish your blades agreed to track down the Children of Havoc for time and Prevos, you had Quince enlist the aid of Arcanist Zerevir Tarek with a plan to rendezvous closer to their hideout. You headed out immediately, with Kasula having located Salo 16 on a map for you. 
A quick scout of the area by Ruana found Sallow to be a courtyard of apartment buildings, with the children either in the top floor or the basement of Sallow 16. Gwendolyn received a message from Zerevere informing her that the Arcanist had been removed from the job, and that if the party wished to inspect the hideout before other Arcanists arrived, that they should move quickly. You headed into the basement, and after eventually getting through a locked door, you found Pellegree happily packing up his storeroom, ready to be teleported away. Unable to approach him due to arcane defences, you spoke with him briefly, and as Gwendolyn and Gaius snuck away to try a different approach, Enkidu reached out to Erida. At this, Arcanist Axissa Wingthrop descended on Pellegree with a strike team of mages, neutralising Pellegree in seconds. You were told to leave, but defiantly asked for answers, with Gaius even using the Ring of Suggestion. Whilst his spell succeeded, the mages did not take kindly to it, stabbing the bard's hand to a wall and confiscating the ring. Oh, you might get it back at the end of the lesson. (laughs) Eventually, you made your exit, frustrated and disheartened at having gotten so close to answers. That's where we pick it up. You are making your way back through the city, having been sent away from Sallow 16. What are you doing? Sulking. Yep. Is Enkidu <laughs> still ahead of us? Like yeah, we chasing him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did we cross water together? From uh, Tymon. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you're over in Red Walk at the moment. Um, okay. So to get back to Tymon Prevos and Derominate House, which is in Bloombridge, you basically have to walk the length of the city. Um, but you're in um is on the same side of a river that you are okay so you'd have to basically pass by um the feather pillow to cross a bridge to get back to prevos and remind me what time of day is it now david it's it's probably quite late at night now we're looking at like nine ten o'clock i mean if all of you don't want to go back to bloombridge you want to go rest i don't mind going i I do need to speak to kasula um, hmm. uh, I'll I'll come with you when wherever you're going. Well, you're I going. yeah, I I'd, I'd quite like to speak to her privately though. So I just okay. I mean, I'm happy to just sit in another room. Or would you rather just go completely on your own? <sighs> How are you all feeling? You probably need a rest, and it's up to you. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess we're gonna have to talk to Timon at some point, but we could do that in the morning or go over there now with you and give you some space and like i'm easy gwen yeah you, you killed her you mm. but um <laughs> <laughs> gwendolyn quickly looks around checks if he was listening <laughs> I'm, I'm easy but it's like uh you know it's a big old city and you never want to be like alone in your, by yourself i know you can handle yourself but you know you never know what's out there so it might be a suggestion that's like going a tool or something like that I don't know what the group's consensus is. If everyone's going, yeah, I'll go. But if we're breaking up a little bit, like, you know, I could have a rest. As soon as Gaia said that, you notice Enkidu is just floating off the ground and he's flown off and away. Oh. Uh, and that like, just happened. Um, <laughs> Enkidu, where are you going? He picks up speed and he's flying south. I think somebody needs to go after Enkidu. I can't fly. fly. On it. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, all right. Judas, Judas taking off. Go. Don't, don't let Gwen be on her own if she doesn't want to be. And I'm going to follow Enkidu. Because I think fly is one of the only spells I can cast right now. Oh, no. I can cast it at fourth level. So uh, I'm going to uh, tap Guy or Orin, whoever's near. 
And they can also fly. <laughs> roll a dice for it. Yeah. Roll a dice. Whoever's whoever's nearer is nearer. Roll a dice. If it's higher yeah. than a ten, it's it's guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it's eleven or plus, it's guy. What what you're rolling, D one hundred. It's a natural twenty, it's definitely guy. Yeah. <laughs> hey. So she sort of just taps him and sort of takes off. Yeah, I did that consent. <laughs> sorry, sorry guy, you don't <laughs> have to use it. <laughs> <laughs> Has, has, has Gaius had any more experience of flying since Enkidu let him fly once? Uh, Malleus. Oh, oh yeah, Malleus. Yeah, that was that yeah, yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fly out the door. I fly out the door. Oh, no, I fly yeah. out the window. window. <laughs> 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 uh, Best blooper ever. Yeah, I, I should explain. I only... I only had a fourth level spell slot rather than a third level they spell slot. They want to waste slot, it. So I might as well. So you get a freebie. Tap get someone, a freebie. Yeah. It's like not drinking the whole pot of tea. Yeah. Yeah, more. exactly. Yeah, guy, guy, guy follows Juna, but with less style and pizzazz than Enkidu. But um, yeah, he'll follow. <laughs> Gwendolyn kind of looks to Orin like. <laughs> yeah. Juna <laughs> <laughs> goes, Ruana, go with them. <laughs> Guess we're walking then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah. Um, if you want to rest, you can. I. I don't mind going by myself. I'll um, I'll be fast. I kind of feel like I really want to leave you on your own. I'll come with. I'll just sit outside somewhere. You, you don't have to. No, no, it's fine. Come on. Okay, then. Okay, they carry on walking. I love it when Orin and Gwen are alone. <laughs> I forgot how much I love this dynamic. Um, so as the two of you start making your way across the city, uh, Enkidu flying... South. How fast are you flying? Are you just flying toward the lake? Are you going to fly over the lake? Obviously, you've got two people following you at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From Red, from Red Walk. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm flying over the. I'm flying over the lake. Mm-hmm. Um, flying southeast. Uh, full speed. Um, oh, hang on. Can I roll perception? See if I if I've noticed anyone following me. Uh, yeah. Oh, that is 17. 17. So yeah, you would have heard them shout after you. And then, <laughs> like, as you sort of have taken hey, off. Hey, do where are you going? <laughs> and then, and then, <laughs> shortly afterwards, you continue to hear Juna and possibly Gaius's voice also following. <laughs> okay. Um, how cloudy is the sky? Ooh. Um, it's patchy. There are some clouds, but you can, like, see the stars and there's enough of a breeze that kind of the clouds are passing over the city fairly fast uh okay Enkidu wait for us I start climbing oh god I'm gonna dash as well Just okay whoosh. do you know how long is this gonna last for <laughs> Juna knows Vicky doesn't <laughs> ten, minutes. ten minutes. You got ten minutes. Ten yeah. minutes. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. <laughs> How long has it been? If Enkidu drops out the sky, we need to land. <laughs> 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 I really don't like this plan. <laughs> um, oh my gosh! Actually, can I do something in case something bad happens? Hang on, let me check my spells. <laughs> do any of okay. you have featherfall prepared? No, but I think I'm good. Uh, okay. I think. Uh, let me be clear. I think. I'm good. I don't know about everyone else. <laughs> I'm oh so not good. Oh boy. <laughs> it wants this finished. I mean, Kyhildra, fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, as you're, you're climbing, and just to clarify, are you climbing over the city or have you reached the lake and are climbing above the lake? Above the lake, cool. keeping above the sea. 
Nice, nice, nice. Okay. Just essentially, if you start falling, you're going to hit water rather than brick. Yeah. Uh, cool. Although um, if it's that high, it's going to feel like brick. So, yeah, you start climbing. And again, you do a quick check and you can see that they're following you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'm going to try something now. Um, <laughs> tell me if I can't do this. Mm. So, uh, as I'm in the air, uh, I'm going to try to find a way, uh, like a peak of the flight, and I'm going to shoot my way back down using Thunderstep midair. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can Thunderstep midair. Yeah. So, I'm going to climb up, probably, um, and. S- <laughs> see if I can make it rain by causing a thunderclap in in the sky and then dive teleport down while if there's precipitation from any cloud that gets Mm. like clashed use that as stealth to hide where I've ended up do you know what I'm going to allow all of this (laughs) (laughs) this is yeah do it okay yeah so yeah you fly almost directly into cloud yeah and it is it's very cold even for for the spring and it's um for a moment you can't see anything like there's uh, just for the way that the cloud sign kind of gathers around you mm-hmm. and it being nighttime anyway and you you cast your spell drop um and as you like mm. fall again out of the uh out of the the sky um juno and gaius you lose actually can you both make perception checks please to try to find or well, spot where it is that he's appeared yeah i do not yeah, like the wind is like pushing his mask against him. Like he's finding that discomfort, and it's just like he's having to reposition constantly. And suddenly, like the flat, like the the, the sound of thunder really discombobulates him. So he's like, Whoa. I rolled a fifteen. Fifteen. So I feel All like right. she, like she maybe doesn't lose him completely, but can't keep up with him. <laughs> yeah, in which case, Enkidu, I'll say, yeah, as you fall, um, and this like ripple of thunder goes out through the cloud just breaking it up and like causing it to to suddenly rain in this very localized shower can you make a, a stealth check please oh yeah natural 20 yeah. he's gone he's gone he's gone so that's a 26 yeah so yeah no as you're both flying up after him yeah Gina you think you've got a beat on him but then just rain in your face all of a sudden <laughs> there he is oh no I've lost him again and he's gone you've no idea where he is hey kid Juna, Juna shouts it and then messages it like with exactly the same tone. Does he reply? No. Nope. Guy, this is not good. Nope. Nope. This is not good at all. Um, um, shall, shall we go back down? Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I, I feel like we've lost him. I don't know where what, what to do. I feel like there's a sense of um, if, you know, he's trying this hard to get away from us. The guy just needs to blow off some steam. He, he wants to be left alone, I guess. Yeah. I just hope he's okay. Yeah, me too. Me too. What? I said <laughs> me too! Sorry, it's just very loud up here. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and we'll float down it's to the what? city. There's lots of clouds up here. But let's, just, let's discuss this as we move down. <laughs> and we'll just float down we're, to the city. We're shouting through the rain and we both have message. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, as the two of you descend, uh, fly back down towards uh, the city. Whereabouts are you headed to? Are you going to go toward the Remnant House and Plumebridge, or are you headed more to the Feather Pillow? Can we look for Gwen and Orin in the streets? Um, I mean, they'd be quite tricky, but you know where they're headed. Yeah. Like, can we follow the route that we think they're taking? 
Yeah, you're welcome to make a make an investigation check. Eleven. Uh, Eleven. No, <laughs> we I'll can't say find you, them. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You don't see them again. You know roughly where they're headed, so you kind of follow the main roads, but um, you can't actually see them. As we start skirting over the main mm. metropolis, guys, just gonna message Juna <laughs> um, and say, um, Juna, just a thought. Um, if we're trying to be, you know, incognito and not, you know, being too tied up with time and you know, publicly, it might not be a good idea to, you know, land right on the guy's house or Lord whatever his name's house. You know what I mean? She messages back, oh yeah, that's a good idea. So do we like go back or do we want to, well, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Because we could like go back to the our place, get changed or follow Carhilda. I don't know. I, I kind of want to stay near Carhilda. I think there's going to be a lot of stuff coming up for her. Okay, because they might and have nice... I think nice maybe if we, if we stay together, at least we're only missing Enkidu. Sure, okay. Do you think they have showers at this place? Because I could really do with one. <laughs> Definitely. Yes, let's go. Definitely. All right, we will try and, like, try and fly down to the city as best in a way that doesn't, you know... Cause like, any kind of suspicion. Suspicion or commotion, <laughs> and then we'll just make our way... Eventually, following the trail of Orin and Carhilda through the back of the house. Absolutely. So as you sort of float down, you realise that if you were to head toward Temple Green, where that area is, is quite sort of parkland, it's not lit very well. So you can kind of land on the grass there mm-hmm. and then make your way through the city toward Plumebridge. No issues at all. Um, still takes you a bit of time, but at least no one spotted you. Great. Um, Gwendolyn and Orin. The journey across the city. How's that go? Just just a thought that there's a possibility, depending on which way we want to go, we're going to go right past the Arcanist Consortium on the way. On well, the way it might not hurt to just walk yeah. past it. That's what I'm thinking. At least, you know, we are tourists, so we could see if there's any information outside. Maybe they, I mean, in cities, don't they do tours and things like that? Yeah. We could just have a little look, see if there's like, I don't know, like a notice board outside with like tours. Opening tours times. Tours at midday. Um, yeah. Yeah. Might as, yeah. Might as well. We're walking yeah. in that direction. We've got to make today have counted for something. Well, no, it, today did count for things. We, a lot happened. We, we, we saved people. And yeah. We, we found some things out. It, didn't maybe go the way we wanted. But... We found a lot out. Um, yeah. Actually, from a ghost. <laughs> that was a that boat. was that was weird, right? It's not normal, is it? No. No, it's not just me and, thinking that's not normal. And that was Enkidu was able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I'm so glad that we've got Enkidu back and. And I'm actually starting to warm to him, but part of me's wondering if we really know him as well as as we thought we might. Yeah. I do, all this talk of murder before we we truly know how terrible a person is. I just it doesn't sit right with me. No, I'm kind of with you on that one. And I'm not saying I think Berrien's a good person at all. I think he's deplorable. But I also don't want to see Enkidu throw his life away by, you know, killing a potential heir to the throne. 
Yeah. Oh. oh, goodness. We're going back to time and again, aren't we? He was another one of the heirs. And I'm just a bit like lost how we all got modelled up in this anyway, if I'm honest. If Juno were here, she'd say fate. Uh, yeah. I guess so. It's just, it is a lot, isn't it? It's a lot, a lot. And very overwhelming. And all I want to do is drink or get some frosting. And okay, I don't, no, I don't feel think, like that's no, a good idea. I don't idea. think, I mean, the first one sounds okay. The second one, I just don't think it's a good idea. I just, like, you haven't tried it. It's, like, really mm. relaxing. And, like, it just, just does help uh, you chill out yeah, a bit. Yeah, I think I like knowing what I'm doing. Yeah, you're right. Um, But, you know, like, if... If anybody got any cakes and they were like, Gwendolyn, do you want one? I would say yes. Mm, okay. At an appropriate time. But only because I'm just feeling yeah. really stressed. To be honest, I'd say yes to any cake right now. Well, I mean, I'm with you on that. I mean, not any cake. We look out for cake stalls. <laughs> <laughs> Make an investigation check. <laughs> I need to stress it. I thought you were thinking for some reason, I don't know why, but in my head I was like, she wants some yeah. frosting? Like I was like, does she want drugs to re- Yeah. Oh, is this the thing? Have I been I've just I've just understood. Yeah. I was like Carhilda wow. really like like Gwendolyn likes frosting. She wants I really like- yeah. Wow, well done, Chris. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> <laughs> let me just let me just roll perception on that one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh one. You are so insightful, Chris. Wow. <laughs> Did you say an investigation check, David? Yeah, for a, for a bakery. A uh, late night bakery. 11 for a late night bakery. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you do unfortunately pass a bakery, but it is very closed. Uh, yeah, you pass probably a couple so of them on the journey across, but shutters are closed. All of the doors are locked. Nobody's in. I mean, we could just go to a bar, get some strawberry daiquiris. We could, but... Dance the night away. Uh, I mean, you want to see Kasula, don't you? Yeah, I need to, but uh, it's tempting to put it off. Yeah. Well, I can imagine. Yeah, I mean, she seemed uh, remarkably calm about you turning up. Yeah, I mean... I think it definitely helped that I had just saved her life. Yep, that's a big help. Brownie points for sure. Big brownie points. Oh, we're talking about cake again. We need to like just have cake. Like emergency (laughs) supplies, maybe. (laughs) Oh, maybe I can make emergency cake. Uh, That sounds like it would be your best invention ever. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll work on it. I wonder where Enkidu's gone. Yeah. Speaking of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> a slow pan up to the uh, to the stars above, and Enkidu, where where have you gone? I have um, hopefully landed in the Vale itself. No. Um, <laughs> now, where we're quick about to question. Walk <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, obviously there's the Vale, the district. Um, with the Lord's Assembly at its centre, also colloquially known as the Vale. Um, are you trying to land 
essentially in the Houses of Parliament. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh. Or are, oh are you just gosh. like the district close enough to it? Like um, the district close enough to it? Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you find yourself in the Vale, not too far actually from City Hall and the Lords Assembly, but like not close enough that anyone's going to instantly spot you flying down from the sky. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's quite it's quite quiet this time of night. Mm-hmm. There's a few uh, uh, of the, uh, the the city guard, the stags, sort of strolling through. They're not really paying much attention to anybody that's out. They're more interested in chatting to each other. Okay, cool. Um, it's very quiet around the, the Lords Assembly building as well, isn't it? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, you can see the odd light on here and there in a window. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Yeah, the building itself, there's really no hustle and bustle. A couple of guards stood on the gates. Sure. I'm just going to find somewhere quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, dark as well. Mm-hmm. So, because I know that, I know, and Kidu knows, that um, Gwendolyn and Arya would have to get through there to get to Bloombridge, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, he's going to find somewhere out of the way and just hunker down for a bit. Cool, cool, cool. Um, whilst you're waiting, or are you looking out for anyone in particular? Beyond Gwendolyn and Orin. Oh, right. Um, I'm looking for the usual, uh, you know, not dissenters, search of the word, um, people who are just outside the norm of society, you know, mm-hmm. anyone who looks kind of shady. Um, sort of like how I used criminal contact earlier to find mm-hmm. that, um, that little, sh- um, that wee lass from the other day. Mm-hmm. But anyone, anyone like that, as I, Short rest. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I keep on the lookout. Such a warlock. <laughs> um, so yeah, over the course of an hour, can you can you make the investigation check just to have a quick beat, see if anyone of interest passes by? Uh, investigation is is it intelligence or is it wisdom? Intelligence. Oh fuck! <laughs> so that's a fourteen. Fourteen. Um, there are some. Exhausted looking like legal clerks that come out of the uh the Lord's Assembly that passing by. There are uh, they kind of stop to have a, a brief chat with some guards that you think, oh maybe that, that looks a little bit shady, but not in quite the same way that you're wanting. Mm-hmm. Um and apart from that, yeah, over the over the hour at least, nobody seems to catch your attention. But at the same time, nobody is paying you any mind. So you feel quite comfortable and secure mm-hmm. in your in your little hiding spot. Okay. Um, I'll watch the coming and goings of the the house for now, mm-hmm. just for now, mm-hmm. um, just to see what it's like at night time. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and again, it's not it's not busy at all. You can imagine that the people that are still in there are the people that have been tasked to hit political deadlines before the morning so they've had to stay late mm-hmm. or on the other on the other side of things people that don't really want to go home so they're just like happier staying where they are yeah to do work and, and wake up later okay poor civil servants mm-hmm. poor <laughs> civil servants <laughs> we feel you guys we feel you yeah um yeah this time of night there's not a lot of um sort of like carriages carrying anybody through or anything like that it literally is just the pencil pushers at this point and the guards um, just keeping a watch. Um, how big is the building? It's it's hefty, multiple towers on it. Um, yeah, imagine like Westminster Palace. Westminster, yeah, it's kind mm. of a com- comparable to that. Like one of those like those those buildings that 
are kind of like ornately decorated on the outside and just probably too big for what they are and it would be work better across multiple little buildings <laughs> in a space but they've crammed yeah. everybody into this one this one space you know um yeah. but yeah the kind of thing that it, it would probably take you a good half an hour to walk around the perimeter of it and that's exactly what i'm gonna do cool yeah make a make another investigation check five five yeah no nothing stands out to you in your in your walk there is quite a lot of space around the building um mm-hmm. it almost seems to be like parked in a little a little zone of its own mm-hmm. like the the closest buildings to it are again are probably about a, a five minute walk away okay um and the space in between is all paved and it's got little patches of grass and like sort of little like pockets of park almost um but for actual building you can almost imagine like they've kept everything just that bit further away so that if anybody were to try to attack or anything mm-hmm. there is distance uh that yeah, they'd have yeah. to cover first but yeah apart from that no nothing of interest leaps out to you okay cool um i kind of as best as i can commit that to memory mm-hmm. i'll probably find somewhere by the water's edge and sit for a bit mm-hmm. um just thinking about the day what happened is there anything i could have done different mm. um Let's have an inside check. That is a an eight. So it's a five plus my charisma. So it's eight. Okay, okay, okay. It's not a one. Uh, it's not it's a not one. one. Yeah. And I'm by myself. <laughs> um, Kido kills a random person. <laughs> <laughs> Bad guy comes out. Uh, no. So as you sort of, again, settle yourself uh, into a little space, you... Just get like a little, a little like brush up against your shoulder, mm-hmm. um, and glance over to see uh, a tiefling woman sat next to you, mm. um, a tail slightly flicking around. <laughs> She's just quite casually like sort of staring at this little, this little pond, this little lake that you found. Uh, apologies in advance. I seem to only call when I'm stuck. I mean, I'm more stuck than you are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I missed that wit. Uh, this is a nice spot. Yeah, it's a nice spot. Um, I don't think any of us have come this far north. Well, one of us probably has, but I definitely haven't. Hmm. Today was terrible, and I know I did. Uh, what I thought was the, the best thing to do with what I knew but it just uh, again it's like like um, back in the fields of valor I just don't know what don't really know what I'm doing you know mm. where I'm supposed to be going there's a kind of beacon and a signal pointing me south but it's not as simple as that for some of them they are like for some people they are but for us it's not there's so much more we have to to achieve and do before that happens it's just so it's just so big all of it it's almost overwhelming oh yeah yeah I think it could have gone a lot worse today yeah thinking about it yeah Azarkin is really strong (laughs) oh I mean they're shit scary yeah if you could uh, not mess with them too much, that'd be great. 
maybe maybe take a little bit more of what I've taught you uh, if that's if that's possible <laughs> okay thanks um, <laughs> no it's fair comment uh, yeah 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 honestly I really don't want to mess with them now <sighs> they pull more strings than I thought they did um, I mean when we were speaking to the professor a few days ago it's weird that these founders have they were in charge and all that power know nothing about them but then they seem to what rule Dravain forever through their for their descendants through still being alive and then they want to point me in the direction of their throne to use as some kind of puppet for whatever they've got next and there's just so much we don't know so much we don't have allies alliances it's just a lot hmm listen I don't really know if Gil can hear me whilst I'm out here but even if he can I'm gonna say it should he be the one that's on the throne obviously I support him like but you're right we're not in that situation right now I know and trust me like I, I hope you trust that I know I've known about your reservations before and I'm still never gonna act on it or even tell him that but yeah yeah the position we're in no one knows who he is or even the fact that he exists you know I was whole, all, almost I almost wanted to tell Prevost or give him a hint that you know his sibling was nearby but I nah it wouldn't have would have been for naught wouldn't have done nothing hmm I don't know. I feel like the more the more you bring us out, perhaps the closer you are to to sharing us with other people. Sharing's the wrong word. I mean, but if you want to share us, no, that's a different thing. <laughs> Showing that's a us sub genre of something. I remember you said sharing. <laughs> I'm definitely going to remember you said sharing. That, that, not, that, not, no, that that one's slow. No way. Uh, but you're right. But she kind of she leans forward and. There is the faintest outline of her reflection in the water. Akili's eyes bulge out of his head. <laughs> like, <laughs> mm. Just don't think we're there yet. No, nah, we're not. <sighs> Prevo stands for something. We need to find that something of our own. Yeah. I mean, he's not wrong in a lot of ways. I mean, these are the kind of things that Gil supports I think yeah I think so the real question is who's older cause that's sent shit right yeah yeah that's interesting well I guess we can find that out we can stick to Prevost for now mm. just learn more about him and then once we learn more about the nature of why I'm supposed to go where I'm going Maybe I can offer him, man. Uh, I had this weird idea that presenting Gil or myself would be protecting him, Prevost, for what lies in Mervi. There could be a trap for all we know. Hmm. Susie sits on the throne, something activates, and he's dead, and all his dreams and ambitions come to naught. So if we took the throne before him, he can still get what he wants people's parliament, someone else on the throne, but. You know, a proper collaboration. Because I don't trust 
that everything's just going to work out as soon as we sit in that palace again. I don't, not for a second. But you guys need to be out first. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe that's the best way forwards. Yeah, which means patience. I'm not very good at that. <laughs> no. Um, she leans over, sort of like nuzzles your head with her horns. <laughs> she goes, Enkidu, mm-hmm. you're nobody's puppet. And his, his eyes will just well up. <laughs> and then she disappears. And he'll whisper to the water, you always know the right thing to say. And he'll get back and walk towards Plumebridge. Grace here, keeping you updated with all things No Small Roles related. We'll be recording the next episode of No Small Questions on Wednesday the 14th of September. So if you have any questions for myself and Ben Galpin, you can send them to us via social media. We are at No Small Roles on Twitter and Instagram. We're also on Facebook. And if you haven't already, why not join our awesome Discord chat? You'll find the link to join in our show notes. Our wonderful Patreon supporters are invited to join us live in the Zoom for the recording, where they can ask their questions live or just chill out and listen. Talking of patrons, we have two new ones. Big love and big roles to Sophia Murphy, whose name you may recognise as the artist of our original character art, and also big love and big roles to Martin S. Thank you both for being tremendous humans and by helping us to continue making this show. If you too would like to become a patron, head to www.patreon.com forward slash no small roles to find out more. Other ways to support the show include recommending us to your friends and family, making sure you've subscribed to us wherever you listen to your podcasts, and by leaving us a review. Reviews and recommendations really are the best way to build our show, and we would be so grateful to have your support in that. That's all from me for now. Let's get you back to the adventure. So, my planning of it all out, from looking at all the roads, um, I actually think that uh, Juna and Gaius are probably the first to arrive back at Plumebridge. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, right, because we flew half of it. Just because you flew half of it, yeah. I think they definitely arrive and are like, uh, we're here here with Gwen and Orin. (laughs) They arrive. Kyle Hilda. Oh, Kyle Hilda, yeah. (laughs) Jesus. They don't, they don't, my point is they don't think they're first. Yeah, and there's, um... (laughs) <laughs> sort of the doorman sort of knows who you are so it's like mm, lets you in uh, shows you to the seating room but of course then they're, they're not there <laughs> um, it's probably about 20 minutes before Gwendolyn and Orin actually arrive and then probably another two hours <laughs> three hours after that before Enkidu eventually does when we've gone past the Arcanist Consortium did we find any information outside about opening times and tours and etc mm, um Make an investigation check. It's quite dark. Uh, Orin, you it's can do that. not necessarily things they have on billboards out the front. But both of us or one of us or... 
Yeah, Orin, you go for it. I'll, I'll help you. It is a, a governmental building, not a tourist attraction. So, so. it's uh, <laughs> opening time. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. Oh, Ticket prices. Yeah. <laughs> the door is unattended between these hours. <laughs> you must be this high to this enter. Does, uh, does oh, Orin no. get advantage because oh, I said I help? Do I get advantage? Yeah, go on. Glenn was helping me. Thanks. <laughs> Non-natural 20. Um, yeah, so you have a quick chat with um, with the doorman, and interestingly, in comparison to the Lord's Assembly, whilst the Lord's Assembly has like fences and guards and like people being checked as they come in and out, um, the Arcanist's Consortium has more of just like an arched gateway mm-hmm. with like a, a, a gate drawn up, but there is like a doorman sort of like in a little booth as you try to enter. Drawn up, so there's like there's there should be. A way in, or the, mo- the, the way in is like as in as in as in there the, there could be a gate that drops down, but there isn't. So at the moment, you could walk through if the doorman wasn't in the way. If the doorman wasn't there, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Um, yeah, and it would like sort of the walkway leads straight out into an open courtyard that you can see the buildings and okay. um, sort of again late night studiers sort of flitting about the corridors further in. Um, but the doorman does stop you. Yeah, explains that essentially you'd need to make an appointment for a tour, though tours are available. Um, there is a, a quite a long waiting list for a tour. Like how long's quite long? Uh, a couple of months. Couple, couple of months. Yeah, at this point, yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> we're, we're only here for the tournament for a, oh, probably a day or two. Oh, sorry, disappointing. Uh, do, do you know if there's any chance of you know getting in a bit earlier if you've got good connections or? I mean, if if you were royalty, sure, but <laughs> or, or, or you know, you're a successful huh. father, maybe. No. Okay. <laughs> wow. Cool. Cool. Oh cool. My gosh. All right. Well, have a good evening to you. Uh, Bye. You too. Bye. Says Orin, walking away as he tunes up his goggles of magical detection to see if there's any magic within thirty feet of him immediately around the doorway or the doorman. <laughs> All of it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The doorman has clearly got some magical items about himself. There are enchantments all the way, like hidden enchantments all across the gateway that, should anything happen, you could quite easily be repelled. Nice. And I assume it's all over the walls and everything as well. All over the walls. Cool. Almost every single cobblestone seems to have something different sparkling Excellent. in it. Excellent. Thank you. Yeah. Let alone just the blinding light of magical energy that seems to be coming from further <laughs> yeah. in. Or it's like, ow, ow, ow. Okay, sorry. <laughs> As he accidentally glances towards the actual consortium. <sighs> okay. As we walk away. <laughs> maybe um, maybe Quince or uh, Zerevir Tarek through that connection, yeah. maybe. I'm a bit um, loath to pull on the Zerevir Tarek uh, cord now. Yeah. Uh, they're powerful they're powerful and uh, not necessarily our friend no no but you know she wanted us to keep shtum about things and we've mm-hmm. been off doing our other thing we we, we could try and get a meeting with her at we least c- to yeah we could ask for a say, meeting say like what yeah. happened why did, why did she get taken off the job like you know we were worried we're just here like we're big fans of time yeah maybe yeah I could be away in pull that angle yeah it's worth a try we'll ask quince and Casula. yeah but well i don't yeah. think we're going to be sneaking in or uh magically working our way in with anything 
that I've got at my disposal. Come on, Oren. I'm like so good at magic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she gets out her fairy fire wand. Oh, that's backwards. You're holding it backwards. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, fine, fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, before Enkidu arrives, obviously, uh, the four of you uh, gather back at the uh, Ruminant House. Um, Timon has a, a brief chat with Juno and Gaius about what exactly happened um, and as soon as kind of is, it's clear that he's, he's more checking that um, <laughs> the others aren't dead <laughs> rather than like you know but there's like, only two of you yeah he very quickly gets uninterested in the conversation and, and sort of wanders off to bed have Juno and Gaius like given him the full lowdown of like just what happened yeah how much have you told them yeah um, we've just sort of explained I think I think there's no point in being, you know, not transparent about it, right? Vicky? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, get... for sure. Sure. So we'll we'll just go uh, do a blow by blow. Like this is what happened. This you play them the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> Whilst making us sound incredibly competent. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Like sure. make it out like we did so much. We did such a good job. It's just unfortunate the way it turned out. Overcame the 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 most challenging of arcane laws. Absolutely. Like, this yeah. thing with, was we, like, we like we opened the door for the consortium to waltz in and just like take all the glory. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty Which much. to be fair. Yeah. yeah. We like yeah, we 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 cornered this dangerous individual. He was just about to teleport and we held him there. Yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> we, we were so intimidating. You know, if we, would, if we were there just a, a few seconds earlier, we would have yeah. had him. That's the story we tell. That's the story. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, Kasula obviously approaches to ask about Carhilda's uh, whereabouts, but by that point, uh, Gwendolyn and Orin have arrived. She's there at the door. We went through the secret back way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, through the stables. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We really should ask about leaving our horse and cart here. Yeah, it's really nice. Pip and Lord Crumpet would love it here. Oh, they'd be so happy here. Um, as you walk through the door, uh, like Gwendolyn, Kasula is up and about, um, and you can see relief across her face. <sighs> um, you're, you're feeling better then? Much. Have you warmed down yet? Uh, and no, not yet. Not really. We just kind of been come on then out into the garden. Okay. Gwendolyn ah! <laughs> runs after Kasula to get. Uh, see you guys in a bit. Enjoy warming down. What? <laughs> it's a th- it's a thing she makes her do. It, uh, don't ask. Have they got showers here? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> 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 so yeah, uh, Kasula walks out into almost like a little uh, patio-type garden um, with potted plants all around the outside. Positions herself uh, with the back to one wall. She's got her fan out, sort of just uh, not really fanning herself, just more like ready to use. And again, you've seen her take these stances oh, almost every training session, ready to poke you with it, mm-hmm. to correct you. Yeah. But she just stands there and waits for you to start. Gwendolyn like starts straight like she she takes she takes off like any like extra bits of baggage and stuff and then she uh starts going into like her warm down routine stretching mm-hmm. and um in a very mindful way she's really trying to show Kasula just like how much more focused she is mm-hmm. and just t- she's trying to do her very very best yeah um, Kasula is obviously taking a very slow walk 
examining you completely, but like just circling you, watching you from every angle, uh, occasionally stepping forward and like tapping your shoulders to like pull them back a little bit. Even as you're sort of stretching out your feet, she's almost like trying to make you sit up correctly uh, whilst you're stretching. And then once you finish that, she says, your, uh, your posture is all out of, uh, all out of practice. Uh, well, I mean, I've been practicing as well as I can on the road and I've learnt lots of other things, actually, so... Yes, I can tell you've picked up some very bad habits from that white-haired gentleman. <laughs> I have not picked up bad habits. I have learnt a lot from him, actually. I've learnt how to, to fit in when in places where I don't want to stand out. Hmm. So I think that's a very useful skill, actually. Show me the forms. <sighs> Gwendolyn starts <laughs> going. <laughs> she, she's trying, she wants to be like, she wants to apologise to Kasula, but at the moment Kasula is not making her want to apologise, so she's just like getting <laughs> frustrated, but kind of like pushing through. Okay, no, I'm going to show her how well I can do everything. Mm-hmm. She starts doing like um, like different movements associated with the different um, like like flurry of blows and mm-hmm. step of the wind, all like kind of associated with those things that she would spend her key points on. Mm-hmm. And yeah, again, this fan just becomes more and more pokey. Um, slight <laughs> slaps uh, across the ribs every time, like. Uh, you start not even slumping like you're in the middle of a movement and suddenly you'll get it uh, and again she's just she's just testing you mm-hmm. like you're very used to like her way of teaching but having been away from her so long how, how do you take it is it is it a- <laughs> I think Gwendolyn is trying to keep her composure until she snaps and she tries to grab the fan off of Kasula oh. um, at which point she uh, she parries the slap um Obviously, it goes to twist your arm around. Uh, what are you doing? Um, I'm I'm gonna try and like kick her. <laughs> I'm gonna Wait. try. It. Yeah, I'm gonna try and get out of it. Make an attack roll, please. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, that is a twenty-four. Whoa, twenty-four yeah. hits. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's um, kind of like gone to like she stepped backwards, but then with her front leg kind of. Swung round to try and like she's just trying to like take the feet from underneath there to try and yeah um, so yeah the uh, the twenty four hits you scoop her down um, but gently she obviously as well because she is injured yeah she's kind of in um, like evening robes um, but as uh, even in this sort of not gown but this sort of dressed down clothing um, she falls uh, onto one hand so gracefully. <laughs> Um, spins slightly, uh, regains her foot, and the fan comes swooping up under your leg. Mm. Oh, God. Uh, that is uh, 23 to hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, again, you find yourself almost mimicking her movements uh, as you fall to the ground. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I think Gwendolyn probably doesn't quite catch herself as gracefully like she tries to do it but mm-hmm. she like j- just as she does like I think she kind of just misses and she ends up like getting up in the dust of stuff in the courtyard mm-hmm. <sighs> Kasula just 
Stop for a minute. I... I want to talk to you. I don't want to do all of this right now. I... I want to say... Sorry. She sort of crosses the the patio, kneels down next to you, and kind of scoops you up into a hug. Hmm. Gwendolyn's like all tense at first, but then she just kind of flops into it and a little tear comes out of her eye. Mm. I didn't... I didn't want to let you down. I just... I didn't know how to tell you I wasn't happy and I just got caught up and... and I left and... I'm so sorry for the mess that I've made. (laughs) Dear, you haven't made any mess. But the debages, they're they're trying to... Oh, they make a lot of noise, but... I'm sorry. For not having noticed how unhappy you were. I just... I felt like I'd let you down by messing up with my exam, and then I thought that it was the only way to... to make you happy, and I... It's important to me to make you proud. And I just kept on feeling like I was failing and failing. Have you continued to feel that way on your travels? No, not now. Sometimes my uh, my friend, the, the, the white-haired uh, moody one, um, we weren't, weird, not, we weren't friends at first and they're only just kind of getting there I think he kind of judged me quite quickly and if anything that kind of lit a fire under me I wanted to to prove that I was useful and um, and I've I've helped these people I'm traveling with, and they've helped me. Even though I'm sorry for letting you and the family down, I'm not sorry, really, for for the way that my path has taken me. It feels right to be with these people, with my friends. With my new friends, I suppose I did leave friends behind. She kind of holds you for a bit before sort of releasing you so she can actually see you a bit better. Um, she says, There's one thing I've learned since, since falling for your father is that the roses and their children are not very easily shaped. <laughs> Gwendolyn smiles. Is Dorian giving you problems? Endlessly. (laughs) It's... Whilst, yes, we had plans for you, that perhaps did not go as we intended. You are... a beautiful young woman. And it is not for us to say... who or what you should be. We had hopes, obviously. We thought the connections would aid you in finding a place, but 
perhaps decorum as such is not the path for you. Perhaps. <laughs> Although it's it's useful at times. Oh yes, I can imagine so. I I appreciate that so much, Kasula, and Gwendolyn gives her the biggest hug. Like wraps her arms around her. It's a it's a really tight hug back. You've you've been in her grapples before. <laughs> and this is this is getting close. Uh the the that, yeah, you can still sense that there is some tension in her, but it does relax slightly into just comfort. But, she says, I think you need to talk to your sister. Oh. Is... Is Prim not happy with me? <laughs> well, I feel perhaps that she needs a good argument. <laughs> well, I would happily fill that <laughs> need. You said you had a way of contacting home? Yes, yes, I have a, a sending stone upstairs. Do you think Prim would like a late night argument or a morning argument? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure if you were to wake her, that would certainly start one. <laughs> that sounds delightful. <laughs> Gwendolyn stands up and helps Kasula up. Uh, mm. And it's kind of like, yeah, she's ready to go. Call home. Can I just ask before? Juna. Yeah. Was she aware of your plan to uh, elope or? No. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, and actually, <laughs> it was. Complete chance, complete fate that we met on the road. It wasn't till a couple of weeks in that our paths even crossed and she was just as surprised to see me as I was her. I see. So she just walked out on her employment of her no notice or anything. I kind of feel like Juna has a mind of her. Well, I kind of feel like Juna has callings in her life and... She seems like the sort of person who just goes, do you know what? I'm done with this. And off she goes. It's just she was with us for a long time, like most of Dad's life. Oh, yes. Uh, we did find a replacement, but... Oh, really? Who? Uh, a local woman. Uh, what was her name? This is David trying to come up with a name. I, I, don't know. Oh. I thought it was going to be like massive spoiler, like yeah. massive revelations. <laughs> yeah, she's like, whoa. She's called Crow. Basil. Lemongrass. Yes, this, this <laughs> other gnome with some sort of funny flower tattoo. <laughs> okay, I've got one. Oh, uh, just some local woman called Beatrice. She's uh, available for work. Oh, uh, She's not half as good a cook, though. Juna is pretty good at cooking. Although the rest of my friends don't seem to agree. <laughs> Should do something strange. There was an incident with some worms. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> you cook worms for dinner one time. 30-something <laughs> <laughs> episodes later. Or is it? Oh, God, how oh. many episodes ago was oh that? Oh, my goodness, I don't Early know. Days. It was like 50 episodes, episodes ago. ago. <laughs> oh, um, talking of new people to the Rose household... Have you had any uh, new additions arrive? 
your friends? Yes. Not just yet. Oh. But we're aware of their coming, and we'll obviously let them in if you think they are in need. Is is there anyone that that could maybe keep an eye out for them? Maybe to see if they can find them. Um, yes, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure we could organise something. Great. We we should probably check in with them anyway. Um, we've not got in contact with them for a while. But hopefully, they're staying safe. I'm sure they're fine. Yes. Right, you said I had an argument to do. <laughs> yes. Um, and she leads you inside, up into her into her bed chambers. Um, and, yeah, pulls out this little box with a... <laughs> you can tell it's one of your dad's locks, but it's overly complicated for the sake of it. <laughs> um, and it takes her a, a moment. She's like, I'm sure that was the bloody combination. Uh, okay, there we go. Um, and pulls out this incredibly smooth oval pebble kind of sort of just a mottled greyish colour and she passes it to you has Gwendolyn ever seen anything like this before Um, like is it one of her dad's inventions or yeah it's one of her dad's things so you you have whether or not you've necessarily handled one like you're aware that like he he likes to use different materials and things so um and yeah, it's it's very much of your dad's design. You can see like a, a pattern around the edge, sort of carved into into the edge of this pebble. Ooh, what's the pattern? That is, is very much his handiwork. Are there roses? Yeah, it's it's mm. all thorns and roses, and the, the the way he does his little spirals nice. are like, yeah. Um, I've not. Would you like some privacy or? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to be held accountable for some of the language I might use. No, I, I mean, obviously, I wouldn't use terrible language anyway um, when talking to Prim. I, I haven't actually used one of these before. I've seen them, but I'm I'm not really sure what to do with it. Oh, uh, just hold it in your palm, squeeze it tight, uh, and talk into your hand, and your voice will be heard from its companion. Okay. And Dad's probably got it first. Was it? Yes. Okay. Yes. Thank you, Carhilda. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's your name. I fly to the door. I fly to the door. Thank you, Gwendolyn. No. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh gosh. Thank you, Kasula. Uh, I don't know if you'd mind, but maybe checking on my friends, checking they're okay, and they might be hungry. It's been a long day. Yes, I do want to have some words with Juno. Okay. Uh-oh. I mean, like, Here's your she's boy. amazing. Get Juno flies. <laughs> I joke 52 episodes so in the Juna making. Juno lies. Oh Juno lies. His face is priceless. <laughs> cool. Okay. Well, you know, Juno's amazing. And um, she probably saved my life like uh, 400 bazillion times. Hmm. Well, still. <laughs> she leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Gwen's just like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, so um, by this point, uh, Enkidu has slowly arrived uh, <laughs> in the back door. Yeah, 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 I was going to say. No, is everyone gone to bed or can I, from what I could tell, it's so, the house quiet? Juna's about to be taught a new one, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is still movement in the house. Somebody has let you in. Um, you uh, do pass by Quince as, as you come in and he's like, Oh, it's good to see that you're all back then. Yeah, yeah, we had a quite the surprising turn of events, and uh, so I've heard. Yeah, just needed some of us just needed time to reconcile with what actually went down. You know, 
Oh, yes. Uh, I need to speak to Zeravir about their side of things. But if the Arcanists want to, uh, to deal with their, the, those, those rabble-rousers, then all for it, I say, but a bit rude is all. A bit rude. Yeah. It's a little concerning as well. Paul, if an Arcanist is going there anyway, what, who does it matter who goes to the job or not? And that's the concerning part of that. It so, uh, uh, I'd say uh, be careful when you go to Zeravir. Maybe, maybe she's being watched. Hmm. I certainly hope not. But noted, noted. Yeah, of course. We've just put out some sandwiches for your friends, if you'd like. All some. right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll have a look. Hmm. And a nightcap. Do help yourself. Do help yourself. Uh, kind of wanders off back to his study. And Keely thinks of worms. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, he'll probably just wander into the kitchen to see, just out of curiosity, see what's there. Mm, um, and that's where you find uh, the rest of the party. Um, mm-hmm. Sans Gwendolyn. Um, yeah. Kind of sat around it. And the, the, the sort of the housekeeper um, has kind of let you to it. She's prepared some, some very simple, like sort of ham and cheese sandwiches for everybody. Um, Toasted or untoasted? <laughs> untoasted. What kind of butter are we talking here? <laughs> <laughs> butter and must. churned butter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Is that what you want? A little bit of lentil, like crunchy lettuce. Just... Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just some, uh, yeah, a couple of little snacks, a couple of biscuits out, um, and a bottle of wine that's been left for you all as well. David, mm. the time that we've been in the house, yeah. have we just been in the kitchen or were we in a, like a sitting room or anything like that? Did anybody uh, yeah, you've probably like kind of been moved around. It's, it's one of those things that people have kind of spoken to you, but everyone is kind of getting on with it. And whilst you're not uh, imposing, like you don't get the sense that they mind too much that you're there, you yeah. also do feel very much in the way. Um, as they're like business is happening as usual in the house and they're just kind of like moving you room to room well we're getting moved from room to room Mm. Orin would like to be on the lookout for two things if he may yeah they're similar things a interesting looking history books anywhere okay yeah because it feels like the sort of house that they might have like royal lineages and that sort of stuff going around um, and also, like, just anything interesting. I don't know what, like, on the walls or if there's any, like, I don't, you know, like, certificate of being a king. I mean, not something <laughs> like that, but, like, you know, anything interesting that they're displaying about the house. Um, yeah, there are um, family portraits mm-hmm. um, of the de Romanets sort of scattered around, like, sort of individual, some of them quite small, almost like, uh, like book size book cover size drawings um in one of the uh in one of the dining rooms it's there's a much bigger family portrait you can tell mm-hmm. that it's quite an old portrait um gotcha. so that you can assume that none of the people in it are alive anymore uh, just in the style of clothing and sort of the, the slight aging of the, of the painting itself but you do also find a lineages book Ooh. a uh, a compendium of royal family trees as, yeah. yeah, as you say, oh obviously gosh. they would be checking through these things, and and you can tell that this 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 copy is is quite a public copy. For instance, it's not it's not like oh they've managed to acquire no. some deep hidden lore. It's it's just a proper explanation of the extended yeah. royal family it's a peerage kind of through thing. the generations. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, they've uh, they've got a copy, um, and no one is 
currently using it, so you're welcome to read it. Lovely. Orin will read it. <laughs> we'll take it with him <laughs> yeah. while getting shuffled around the house. <laughs> he's not trying to hide that he's reading it. He's just like settles down in an armchair then they get moved on somewhere else and he just takes the book with him and yeah and nobody nobody has paid you any mind in doing that nobody has corrected you, your actions does he have it by the time Enkidu has reached them in the kitchen I will very much yeah I'd say so <laughs> I'm yeah, assuming yeah. I think he's just looking directly at that book like um what do you uh, what do you have there lad oh uh yeah kind of interesting all the royal uh lineages are Previous kings and queens and dukes and duchesses, or equivalent, or in of, world equivalent of Dravain. Uh, I assume of Dravain, David, or further yeah, yeah, just Dravain. Yes, this is the uh, <laughs> obviously the Dravainian focus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah sure. it's, this is the Dravain edition. <laughs> oh, how far back does it go, or how recent does it go? Flick, to, flick, 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 <laughs> flick. Uh, feel free to look at your Facebook, Ben. Ooh. Oh, what? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Uh, it goes all the way back to Rumath. <gasps> oh, oh, girl. Oh, and down to Herish. Herish. You're kidding me. Um, um Achilles going to pop, like, just like, <laughs> just crowd Oren. <laughs> um, and he's particularly looking like, can you, wait, where, where are the names of their spouses? Sorry, say again, hang on. Uh, my internet connection went a bit dodgy there, uh, despite us being in the kitchen together. <laughs> <laughs> the women, oh. the women, the uh, spouses yeah. uh, to these kings. Uh, yeah, they're all on there. What? Herish's, Herish's spouse? No, not for Herish, though. Um, <sighs> Herish is just sat there by themselves. But Rumath? Uh, flick, 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 flick. Flip, 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 flip. <laughs> right back to the front of the book. <laughs> <laughs> Ottera Mithras. Looks like Rumath had two kids. Uh, Meldrath and Ilya. Meldrath was the king. Uh, hmm. Or queen. Or I don't know. <laughs> Meldrath, no idea. Well, if the name is adjacent to Monarch. that would be the partner. Beatrix. Oh, right. okay. Yeah. So Meldreth and Beatrix, and they they had uh, Aldrian uh, as their offspring, who was king. But then it looks like it's flipped over to their um, cousin. Uh, cousin. So Aldrian didn't have any children, but so the next in yeah. line was a cousin. Second cousin. Sorry, sir. No. So went to Welthas, and then went to what? Then it went back to Rumath. <laughs> Am I reading that right? Yeah, they abdicated. There was a, another king called Rumath. Okay. Yeah. Oh, maybe it was a different Rumath. Oh. Um, Rumath the okay. second. Yeah. <laughs> Henry VIII. I'll we'll get this. I'm a bit confused there. Easy, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, if, it, if it helps uh, to track just oh. the monarchs, um, I have yeah. sent you a oh, separate monarch Oh, yeah, list. hang on. There's, uh, there's another page here with just the monarchs. So, yeah, Rumath, terrible. Uh, <laughs> Meldrith, terrible. Aldrin, Welthas. Rumath the second, I guess. Hildegard, Neurolf, uh, Alias, mm-hmm. Mordra, Wessin, Wessia. That's two R's. Wessia. Weria. Weria. Oh, Weria. Uh, Udrian, and then Herish, and all the dates are there as well. Okay, but Herish is missing a spouse. Yeah, no, no spouse. Okay, 
Well, he wasn't married when I was there. Um, no, he died. He died. Um, in, he died childless. No, yeah, right. No, you jackass. I mean, I'm, I'm. Uh, Gilgamesh is not. He has children, but he doesn't have any official spouses. He's not. Yeah, he didn't marry. So he when oh. I was at the palace, he was, he was, he wasn't spoken for. He didn't have a queen, and the last time that I had after yeah. I left the palace. So I was in the palace for five years, remember? Yep. And then there were six years of my life I can't account for. Yep. And he died in that time. Yeah. Okay. So he never married. Right. David, can I check what year it is currently, please? And also, can I clarify that Akini was calling Gaius a jackass, not Daryl calling Chris a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, love you, buddy. Yeah. No. In character voice. In character voice. Um, it is currently 624. Dravain. So hang on. Or D624. So Herish died in 618. Uh, oh, so hang on. So Herish ruled, Herish ruled for a long time. Yep. So Herish ruled for nearly 50 years. Wow. Yep. Reigned from 572 to 618. Well, hang on. You've forgotten five years, buddy. Is that right? Was it six? Oh, maybe it was six, was six, six. Six. Six, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So he must have... And he was alive when you last remember. Yeah, he was. So... It's, he must have died pretty soon after you forgot what's going on. Uh, I mean, there was one incident, um, but it was a thing I could talk about at another time, but it, had, it was years and years before his death. And if that came back to bite him, I, I can't imagine how. But um, no, I, I, I can't. Wait, so he... He ruled until when, sorry? 618. 618, which is the same year he died, of course. I assume his reign ended when he died. He didn't lose the throne before that, right? Uh, I, I, I don't know. Doesn't say. But Do, do any of us know that? From we like, have, uh, we would have heard would definitely know. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, no, he died on the throne. Yeah, like I mean, not throat. literally on the throne, but like... <laughs> <laughs> with a hamburger. Oh yeah, I remember reading that story now. <laughs> Herish now looks is like looks like Elvis. Kind of. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, you do um, from the uh, the information that that this book has recorded. It has recorded his uh, the the date of his death, the exact day. Um, and Enkidu, that's it's about three months after after you were sent on your mission. Jeez. Okay. Okay. I mean, he was getting on a little bit, but um I it's it's I, I don't want to, you know, pet myself up to be more important than I think I am, but like 3 months after I'm sent on a mission away from the palace and then he dies. Yeah, could be a bit weird, couldn't it? And then I'm missing for 6 years, unable to do anything. So it's like when Gil's out of the picture, that's when stuff goes down. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe someone just got tired. Um, the quick question for David. Do we know mm. anything about his death? Is there anything in kind of like any of the books that Orin's flipped through so far or just in the... Make an investigation check. Thank you. Um, investigation? Mm-hmm. 28. 28. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. Um... For a 28. I can make it a 33. You know I can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. I can do it, do it, do it. 
it's so do it. You do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Have a long rest. Do it. <laughs> At 28, jumping backwards and forwards between the various pages of this book. And as it sort of detailed the lives and deaths a little bit, and it hasn't gone into a great amount of detail on um, the actions of each uh, monarch's life, but it has in some ways explained their deaths. Mm. And you start to notice a pattern across almost all of them. Mm. Oh. Um, they all died on the toilet. <laughs> all of them had died on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> For... Perish specifically, it's written down that he had a disease of the mind. <gasps> and then you start comparing that to the others, and there is talk of uh, madnesses in various forms, of uh, an unraveling of their of their beings in some way or other. <gasps> um, hang on. Maybe... Uh, Maybe our friends who were investigating had something to do with it. I think that might be the case. Um, I... David, mm-hmm. please may I cast Detect Magic? Yeah. And just look around the room we're in currently. Oh, okay. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> just looking around, just checking. Uh, yeah, no, you do... Um... You notice that there's a little... Um, the only magic in the room is uh, coming from a cupboard nearby. But you already know that that cupboard is the pantry. <laughs> With the home door. And inside of the pantry, there is one of those, like, accelerated grow pots. Oh, okay. For, for a little vegetable pot inside. But apart from that, there is no other magic near in... Actually, within, like, the room that you're in or within the room's sort of adjoining either just the stuff that we got on okay uh orin like panically like ha! <laughs> opens the pantry door then just sees the magical plant pot and is like oh, oh uh, okay sorry got a bit carried away there um we have no eyes on us right no no eyes on us no all clean okay guys so with this new information what do we want to do we probably want to keep Prevost from gaining the throne until we know more information about what happened to these kings. Yeah. If Jaretta has refused Prevost's claim, she might be trying to protect the bloodline from this thing reoccurring. Yeah. yeah. She refuses to take, test his blood to confirm his lineage, right? Uh, yeah. So what say if she had no reason... To not do that, she just lets him ascend the throne because he, he does have a strong claim to the throne. He ascends the throne, he rules, get, has a successful rule, but then loses his mind for whatever reason. And then vague fuckeries happen. Yeah. I'm just... Uh, all, all I can think is... Crowl. Mike. Yeah. Well, he went crazy because he tried to see too much through the cycle but of strings how what do he saw know that that isn't the case with the kings or queens what that they are like time travellers and well, stuff that like if they maybe have advisors of a similar nature who you know are helping them look into the future I don't know I don't know do we do we know David who like 
who knew the last king, like the the current steward. Oh no, you did. Mm. No, but like at the time, <laughs> who wasn't out for six years, who like knew him at the end. It's. I mean, it's assumed that there are various lords that it was close to um, high members of the consortium. Exactly. Mm. Um, the monarchy also has its own privy council, mm-hmm. which Jarella used to run before she became steward. Uh, so nobody that you have contact but, with, but like beyond socially, we would know. Socially, yeah, like you, oh. you'd you'd have some knowledge. Okay. And in Kidu, there was no indication of this before you went on your mission. Mm. Uh, no. I mean, I've I had the greatest respect for him. He was a was a kind individual. He uh, went out of his way to uh, teach Gin and I a few lessons, just in terms of like people in general and what is expected of one in such an elevated position. But I always got the impression that his hands are always tied. Something was always stopping him from saying what's really on his heart. And he never really spoke of the future much. I felt like the past is always catching up to him in un- unexpected ways, you know? He didn't trust a lot of people, but that didn't seem to kind of like diminish his character or make him jaded or in a way. He was kind of a uh, kind of pure like that. Are we going to find anywhere in this city that's going to have more information about this before we collect the spoons and move on? Well, maybe at the Vale if it's anywhere. Would that be where it is? That's what we're doing tomorrow then. Go into the Vale and then. Checking out about some spoons and then... Yeah. Moving on. Oh, uh, yeah, me and Carhilda pop past the Arcanist Consortium as well. Um, uh, no tours there for two months. Uh, two months? Yep, shame, because it was definitely on our tourism list. I mean, there are other ways. I mean, we just... Give ourselves a tour. We could, but, you know, just... Um, you know, we're just tourists in the city for that. Guy's just going to hold his hand up and point to the scar that's like on his hand that's visibly like still very sore yeah and just be like i i have a very very clear reminder that those guys mean business and i'm not a big fan of sticking my foot into that hornet's nest buddy yeah just being honest it would be nice to get to look around the buildings though wouldn't it it would be that'd be some lovely honey but you know what that's gonna be a really nasty nasty nest in there Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Well, we've got the Lord's Assembly. They might do tours. We could ask our buddy T-Dog. Yeah. <laughs> T-Dog. But Timon's not a Lord. <laughs> Quince would have to. Oh, yeah. Q-Dog. Yeah. You hear a, a bell ring further off in the house. Their service this late? What's going on? Yeah, like a servant's bell? Or like a... Yeah. Or like a doorbell? Uh, yeah, like someone ringing a doorbell. Do we detect that anyone has, anyone else from the house has made a move towards the sound? Yeah, there's. Um, I mean, the whole time you've been talking and that anyway, there's been sort of movements in the, on the floor above you, and at the sound of a bell, yeah, you hear somebody descending and then a door opening, some voices further off. Can we get closer to hearing what those voices are saying without raising? attention yeah i mean the door to the kitchen is currently closed mm-hmm. so you're welcome to push yourself up against it i yeah. do so yes <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right we, we, we all, case... all five of us at different levels yeah <laughs> oh. 
I'm not there. Gwendolyn's still upstairs. Gwen's Gwen's off shouting at her sister. (laughs) Cut to. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Gaius, um, can you make a perception check, please? Ooh. Mm. So I rolled a 15. And with my perception, that's going to be a 19. Ooh. Oh, very nice. Um, So you hear two voices approaching. Um, and as they get louder, you one of them becomes very clear that it's Quince, and he's like, "Oh, oh, Casula, uh, can I? Have you seen the uh, our, our guests?" And Casula's voice, very clearly from the other side of the door, um, says, "Yes, I believe they're just in the kitchen here." Uh, pushes it open <laughs> directly into your face, Gaius. <laughs> oh, ow! Jeez. Oh, uh, sorry. Um, sort of Quince <laughs> ducks his head in. Oh. <laughs> Oh, funny moment, uh, opening a door as you're coming through the other side. Oh, my apologies, young man. Yeah, yeah we saw a mouse run under the door. Gaius was just checking to see if it ran into a corner or something. I saw a mouse! <laughs> <laughs> Wait for it. Come on, ask me. Uh, where? Oh, uh... Where? where? They're on the stairs. <laughs> They're on the stairs. Right there. Uh, well, I must get the uh, the housekeeper onto it. Um... <laughs> We've uh, we've got a, a, visit, a visitor for you. Us? Yes, all of you. Oh. Um, I believe you know her. Um, sort of pushes the door further open as Arcanist Zeravir Tarek walks into the room. <laughs> ah! We run! We run as fast as we can! We run! It. <laughs> and she looks at the four of you and says... Yes, I think I'll take it from here, if that's okay, Quinn. Oh, no. And that's where we're in the episode. No! No! no. <laughs> oh, my no. gosh. I've got one more zone of truth. If she's zone of truth, so again, I'm going to zone of truth her right back. I have two counter spells ready. <laughs> Ooh, I have a polymorph ready on hand. <laughs> I've used all my magic apart from one spell. <laughs> oh, shit, we yeah, really you guys rest. really need long rest. <laughs> yeah, I've just been detecting magic everywhere for funsies. Uh-huh. If she pulls. Probably should have done on one us. of those as a ritual. Yeah. <laughs> How long does that last, by the way? Detect magic. Ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Ten minutes, I think. Ah, uh, it's probably run out by now. Ten. Nah, no, it's still there. It's still there, David. It's still there. Still, still up, there. Still, still up. be there in episode sixty-one. <laughs> Please tell me it'll still be there in sixty-one. <laughs> no. <laughs> you have been listening to David Knight. As your dungeon master, Ben Galpin as Orin, Chris Watts as Gaius, Daryl Bailey as Enkidu, Grace Kelly Miller as Gwendolyn, and Vicky Gaskin as Juna. Original music by David Knight. Please tell your friends, subscribe, and follow us on all social media. Thank you for listening to No Small Role. Anon for now. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.